All right, so let's just get into this one. There is no talent or creativity out there in the world anymore whatsoever. Now, I don't know if it's because all the ideas have been taken or all the stories have been written, but it doesn't seem like people with actual talent can get ahead in life. In fact, I even dare say that reality TV and reality shows killed talent. So that's what we're going to get into on this episode of Howlin' with the Wolf, uh, which would normally have some music and things involved, but, uh, you know, I'm recording these back-to-back as I just injured my hand while uh, drilling and making parts with power tools that I've never used before, so that was fun. Uh, But anyway, let's get into it. So the number one app right now and the number one social media is TikTok, which is an app that you can watch people react to things. And that is as far as I've gone to actually trying to understand what the fuck that app is actually used for and what it's good for. The The problem with that is it's insanely maddening. Um, I never had... Uh, iPhone or a smartphone till about 10 years ago when I was working in a brothel and the working gals were making fun of me saying that I needed one that I, you know I needed to get on Twitter I needed to discover plenty of fish and tinder and there were so many apps and things that I was missing out on because I had a phone with buttons and they told me that that was something that was passe I needed to join the future so I did and I you know it was fun for a while but uh, it just uh, it, it lost its luster because things had changed from being useful to being irritating so we evolved from social media that allowed us to connect with each other to platforms of uh, apps for influencers to make money off of because advertising doesn't work anymore. So you don't have to have talent to create anything. You just have to react to things that happen and do companies' jobs for them. That's probably the biggest irritation that I see. Um, a viral post just went through Facebook on someone that I'd been following for quite some time, his name's, uh, uh, or his tagline is Herfer Hand Painted, and he does uh, enamel uh, street signs and woodcut signs, and he does hand-lettered, painted, old-school style signs. It's a dead art. It's completely dead art form. But it went viral uh, because someone on TikTok compiled all of his videos. Now, you know what happened from that? That video got millions of views. The person that posted that got millions of followers. Did Herfer hand painted get anything from that? No. I had a similar situation. I created a blue roster poster that I did for fun just for wrestling fans. It was the 1989 WWF roster, and I did it in the Hasbro style, and I've talked at length about that, so I'm not going to ramble on about it. But it got stolen and repurposed. So 
somebody took the image they found off of DeviantArt. They have turned it into merchandise over the last 11 years that I've had this thing created. And made all kinds of money off of it. And I haven't got anything from it. In fact, only recently this year, this is the second time during Christmas that they've made a Christmas sweater, a holiday sweater, out of my artwork. They added uh, some 8-bit trees and snowflakes and called it art and uh, made a shit ton of money off of my hard work. Now, my campaign somewhat worked where I released the image for free and basically said it's now uh you know free reign for anyone to have it got me a lot of attention a lot of new followers and people are like oh that's great and they printed out posters and all that and I'm like you fucking idiots you didn't even get the whole point of that was to be a big advertisement to buy something from me and to support the artist but no people only care about free shit so there is no talent anymore. Somebody can post that picture that I drew, get thousands of likes, and probably a couple hundred orders. I've actually only seen one of those damn Christmas sweaters show up. So, you know, if these are legit, if they're real, I think a lot of you got scammed, and frankly, I hope you did. Uh, you should know by now that everything that comes off a Facebook ad is a scam or comes from China. Um, but hey, you know, it is what it is. So that's where we're at now. Apps have evolved and they're not even giving recognition to the people that created things. They're giving recognition to uh, reposters and influencers. So out of all those likes that those pictures got, I didn't receive any. Her for hand painted got millions of likes because some Thai kid posted it on his TikTok. Uh, he didn't get any gigs from that, so why the fuck does it go viral? Who cares? You know, at this point, I, I used to get angry when I didn't have 10,000 followers and other people were getting high-profile gigs. Now, I don't want them. I, I absolutely don't because I don't want to be told what to do, but, you know, I digress. So, apps used to be fun, social media used to be fun. If you think about it, when the internet first came out, the big issue was everybody wanted something for free, and with the internet we were allowed to have it, and slowly and surely they uh, started taking that away from us, and they started getting rid of hard copies, they stopped uh, the uploading of and burning of DVDs and everything had to be streaming so you had to essentially rent the things that you wanted to own now as opposed to owning actual print media which is real sad um, but you know that's just the law of the land these days and what it is is because companies weren't making money anymore and they had to find a way to do that so they uh, just you know they found a way to, I don't know, steal more money from us. And one of the reasons from that was uh, basically the apps. It started with, let's all network and get something that we can't live without. Now, all of a sudden, those apps are going to be used for uh, 
what, what I mean, what what are people saying about Facebook now? They're saying that it's uh, it tracks everything, that it steals your information, and you know, part of that's because advertising doesn't work. But now we've got it so that even like Snapchat, Snapchat came out, and that was probably the last social media that I downloaded and got into because it was fun. It was supposed to be quick and fun little excerpts. And uh, at first it was cool. You know, we'd sneak little videos here and there and show people the ridiculous stuff all around the world. And it got pretty much put out of business uh, because now Facebook, Twitter, Instagram all have stories, which are those nine-second Snapchat videos. And then now TikTok I, I, I don't even know how this works because I don't have it, but I guess you can record yourself watching a video. Um, so, I, I mean, is, is that where talent is these days? I mean, I've seen some of the dumbest, fakest, most ridiculous bullshit on the internet. Uh, you remember, like, having a, a brother or a family member or something that had a kid that thought they were fucking funny and they're not? That's what's happening in society right now. There's a lot of dumbass motherfuckers out there that think they're hilarious, and they're not. They're like, oh, oh watch me throw an egg on my friend's head. It's great. <laughs> no, retard, that's not great. You and your eight-year-old buddies playing Call of Duty using auto-aim are probably thinking that's fucking hilarious, but it's not. It's irritating as shit, but you know what? That'll go viral. But if I spend a week creating something that I'm real proud of, I'll get... 10 likes on it. But if somebody reposts it, they'll get thousands of likes. Now, they're not going to... Now, this is actually... This is what's happened. Reposting has become a business. I've had several people come to me on Instagram and uh, Twitter... They're like, yeah, I run a page that has 10,000 followers, and if you pay me, I'll post your images, and you'll, uh, you know, get all these followers from me, and I'll keep promoting your stuff. I'm like, uh, bitch, I was a musician. I know what promoters do. They don't do shit. Musician promoters are different than bookers. They're just people that like bands, and they go around... Uh, you know, they're supposed to post posters. There's a tongue twister for you. They're supposed to place ads and they're supposed to promote a show. So all these people on the internet that just repost other people's shit think that they're promoters now? No, you're not. Anybody could do that. But you know what? It's encouraged. That's what society is these days. Um... It's just, it, it, it's sad. So let's just go back to the beginning of things. There's so many lost art forms that are now considered vintage that have died off. Um, you don't see anyone stone carving anymore. You don't see anyone hardly even wood carving anymore. And the ones that do are going to be in a viral post that someone reposted. If you've ever seen somebody doing campfire cooking or stone carvings, wood carvings, making some kind of art, you're going to see it in a viral post. But has any of you, any of you, 
researched, found out who did that artwork and commissioned something from them? No, you haven't. Maybe one person out of the millions of likes actually went through and was like, man, what if these people have a website? But you know what? The reposter crops it so that the original person's website isn't in there. Or even if it has a watermark or something, they crop it out. I mean, it's happened to me. All you have to do is uh, circle the uh, signature or the watermark and then right-click it in Photoshop and hit autofill with content aware and it will erase everything that is seemingly a blemish. It was meant for getting rid of freckles or moles or something so that you could airbrush perfect skin in, you know, photographs. That's not what people use it for. People have used Photoshop now for malicious purposes. Um, so going back to a lot of these older things like stone carving, uh, I'm a huge fan of Egyptology and primitive artwork and things like that, and it's all a dead art. I mean, everybody loves Da Vinci and um, his creations, but... Maybe other than uh, Elon Musk, there isn't anybody out there that's doing Da Vinci-style stuff because nobody's creating anymore. All people are doing is just ripping other people off. Um, another thing is, is typography is gone. Uh, people can't handwrite a letter or spell for shit these days because of autocorrect and phones. They don't even know how to type on a, a keyboard. In fact, I've noticed a lot of games and a lot of newer uh, apps and things, they don't even have a QWERTY keyboard. It's all in uh, alphabetical order, the letters are, which is real sad to me because it just shows that the newer generation is so dumb that they don't know, you know, keep your fingers on ASDF and, you know, find the little nub for home base. I mean... I saw a video the other day of some guy posted life-changing, I was today years old, found out that his visor extended from the bar. Like, these dipshits didn't know that that visor extended. That's a visor. It's supposed to block out the sun. There was a time when I was a kid that they didn't do that. But it's pretty standard now in most vehicles. When you flip down the visor, you pull it out to put it over the window to your driver's side left. If your head is big or you're a taller person, sit farther back, you can extend that out. I swear to God, if there's somebody listening right now that didn't know that, tune out and don't ever listen to me or follow me again. I swear. Uh, you know, and that's just how dumb people are these days. Anyway, typography, I don't think people appreciate that lithograph and steel etching and wood carving was how we got our first posters in prints. And even every letter had to be typeset into a machine that would roll paper over it. And that's how original, you know, pre-production printers and uh, newspapers would be produced that's a dead art in fact you could take a lot of these dead arts now it's finally getting to a point where you can create things using uh, a dead art form and 
hipsters or whatever they call them now will actually pick this up. So there is a big business for that if you can learn that, uh, you know, like sign painting or, uh, you know, lithograph, topography, handwritten letters, all, all those things that I listed before. Uh, but like calligraphy is a lost art or sending a letter. When was the last time you just sent your mom or a family member a stamped letter? Nobody does that anymore. I even tried to write Christmas cards this year, and I was having a hard time uh, spelling out words, and I had to look it up because I don't write anymore. In fact, I'm so lazy, and I know a lot of people are too, I'm so lazy I don't even have time to type anymore on my phone. They've added swiping so that I was typing so fast it was coming out as swiped words and it's mostly wrong. And I got tired of correcting myself and proofreading my uh, messages. So now I just use voice chat for everything. And I'm like, fuck it. If this doesn't work, I don't even care what I say anymore. I mean, there was a time that I told someone I got sick from a hot dog. And it auto-corrected that I got dick from a hot frog. Uh, so, you know, I just, man, technology has ruined us. I mean, there was a time when... It it was great, but really, honestly, about, I'd say, 2005 is when we topped out on technology. Now there's absolutely nothing that could come out beyond teleportation, flying cars, or something like that that would impress or even, you know, make me give a shit. It's just, it's a real sad state of affairs, so... um, I just hate that there are people out there making money when they don't necessarily deserve it. So let's talk about advertising. Uh, Cable in the late 90s, early 2000s started having DVR boxes that would skip commercials. Well, if I was a company that paid for a commercial and my cable provider allowed somebody allowed someone to skip that commercial, I suppose I would be pretty angry. And YouTube and a lot of other platforms noticed that their viewership went down when they forced people to watch commercials. So they started at least giving you a five-second taster that you were forced to watch before you could skip it. And even print advertisements have gone down. Uh, Nobody gets the newspaper anymore. And coupons really aren't there. Uh, In fact, you have to sign up for loyalty rewards at every damn place you go to now. It's just real fucking irritating. I try and run my business through email and all of that. And it just, it's hard as fuck when I'm getting loyalty rewards emails. I mean, Michael's, there ain't nobody I know that works at Michael's, but I swear to God, if you know someone at Michael's and it can get back to corporate, there ain't no goddamn reason you need to email me eight times a day. I know you do custom framing. Get over it. How many fucking custom frames can I possibly get? So advertising is fucking irritating. But it's it's not working anymore. It's not something that people need. In fact, commercials. Commercials went from selling you a product 
to lying about a product, to competing with a different product, to putting subliminal messages. Do you remember that? No one talks about subliminal messaging anymore. There's a conspiracy for you. Oh, wait, I'm white. I'm not allowed to have conspiracy theories. Oh, you're offended. Fuck off. Um, it just... Man, it's a different world. So commercials even used to be kind of mini movies. I couldn't even tell you, speaking of movies, what movies are actually coming out anymore. Because I don't have a way of finding that out. I don't have cable. First of all, there's no point in having cable and paying hundreds of dollars a month when nobody can produce a show. There aren't any shows out there. Everyone has stopped writing TV shows for reality shows and or in because of reality shows I should say and the the worst part of that is now that we're in covid crisis and times nobody's creating and you can't have a reality show so there's nothing on TV that's out there to watch you know I just I I don't see how we can bring entertainment back. But, you know, again, so advertising not working is a huge problem because that's how companies get the word out and that's how TV and streaming services and whatnot make their money. So where do we get our information? Well, if it's not a forced advertisement on social media, then we have to follow it. You know, I, I can't, if I wanted to get into something like, let's say Hot Wheels or, or Funko, I don't follow anything that has to deal with Funko Pops. And I go to a store, I'm surprised when I see something. But then again, I'm also mad when I missed out on something and I wish I would have known. If I don't follow Funko news sites, not even from Funko, because they can't post everything. I have to follow all the dirt sheets and all the rumor mills and all the things like that, uh, and all the reposters and all the influencers. So where do you go to get your information, and how does a company let you know? Well, I found out they go old school, and you can sign up for their mailing list. I thought, that's great. They're going to email me when their exclusives go on sale. Hopefully I can beat the scalpers, actually buy something. No. They fucking pull a Michaels on you, and they email you eight times a day for 10% off. It's like, bitch, I'll pay you 10% off to stop fucking emailing me. So how do you filter through all that spam to find the information that you want? It just... It, it's ridiculous. So I've, I've mentioned it a few times. Now I'm going to rant about the influencers. Um, technically, I think I was one. And because I didn't get the company as many likes as they wanted, I got dropped. But for a good six months, I got free figures. So there's nothing wrong with being an influencer. But... So many people have seen people get free figures that now everybody's trying to be an influencer. And it's fucking irritating. Everyone's got to brand themselves. Everyone has to pretend they're a fucking company. They all have to... I mean, I'm sorry. The real influencers out there are people like uh, Pixel Dan. 
uh, he bought every single He-Man figure there was, whether it was a double or not, because he loved the line. He went and paid for every single one of his admissions to Comic-Con, and he started befriending these people so that he would get interviews, and he was an actual journalist and went out there and brought us the information that we needed. And now, I'm sure he's been sent a few... uh, products to promote. Mattel likes to send out things for people to do unboxing videos with and as an influencer they'll send him things. Well just this past Comic Con people flamed him like crazy and totally bashed him and said that's bullshit that you get free figures when I have to pay for mine. Well bitch how the fuck do you think economy works? How the fuck do you think uh you know, companies make money and stay in business and employ their designers and art department because people buy their toys. Of course you can't get shit for free. If somebody got something for free, it's because they had a job to do. So when I got figures for free, I had to first of all thank them publicly. I had to post pictures the way that they wanted. I had to hashtag appropriately and I had to promote and basically annoy the shit out of my followers uh, three to five times a day with pictures from what they had sent me until every day until they send me the next thing. And honestly, it just got real fucking old. Like, I'm sorry. I can only show people so many AJ style figures before I start losing followers and companies they don't care. Find a way to make this figure interesting. Pose it in a certain way. And there are people out there that do it for free that aren't influencers that I feel real sorry for because there's some real talented figure photographers and hobbyists. Uh, even even myself. I mean, I, I've spent... I'll even throw this out there. I, I believe I honestly spend uh, ten to $15,000 on collectibles and action figures every single year. Uh, that's half of average person's salary. And I spend it as expenditure funds or whatever you, whatever the word is. And so I'm putting my own money in there. And it, it, there's, it's a real sad point when I buy this stuff and I post a picture of something. Like I just recently posted a picture of uh spin masters batman figures and people went nuts and probably half a dozen people messaged me and commented and they all went out and bought spin master figures so that was free advertising for the company if i would have tagged them like a promoter or an influencer should then spin master would probably send me free figures but Again, the hobbyists and people with talent are being overshadowed by little Jimmy with a fucking iPhone because he's going to go take a picture that anybody could do, not do anything special with it, spam the shit out of you, add millions of people to get 10,000 followers, and that's enough to get 
promoter status to where you can swipe up on Instagram and link to a business. And then all of a sudden, you can even buy followers, which is the dumbass thing. There's even hack apps that you can download to get followers. Um, but followers don't mean shit if none of those people are actually buying anything. Uh, so everyone thinks they're a damn influencer now. And it's just fucking irritating. There's no talent out there anymore. You know? So really what happens is it takes somebody to do something first. And they profit off of a good idea. And then everybody wants to do it. But as soon as something gets oversaturated and saturated and so popular that it ruins it for the original people. So I can't tell you how many times I've had to reinvent myself because people copy me, steal my ideas, and then everyone else is doing it. Because, you know, all in all, people want free shit. When I, I still do it. If I find... If I find pictures that Jim Lee has drawn and I'm on a computer or I'm on Pinterest or uh, Facebook, I'll save the pictures and I have a uh, art reference file. The most times I've bought the comic that that picture has come from. So I do contribute and I do pay for uh, things. But like J. Scott Campbell's a good example. Uh, I have a love-hate relationship with him because I love his artwork and I loved Danger Girl, but he did a couple of interviews that really pissed me the fuck off. And in one of those interviews, people asked him, why don't you draw full panel uh, sequential art anymore? Why don't you do a comic book? And he said, why would I do that when I can draw a half torso for twice as much and sell it at a convention or just do covers. So he makes just as much money doing those long-legged ass covers. We've I mean, he fuck. I could go on and on about this. I didn't realize how pissed off I was at J. Scott Campbell. His art style changed when he was doing Gen 13, which is what inspired me to draw seriously as a profession. Uh, he was doing some amazing panel work and some amazing drawings. And everyone started copying him. In fact, Al Rio, who eventually committed suicide, not because of that, he was a big copycat. Realized that J. Scott Campbell had a uh, particular style. It was like uh, Disney meets Image Comics, uh, but still sexy kind of thing. He was one of the first people to make this sort of bug-eyed woman, uh, American anime style, popular. And everybody loved it. You know, Gen 13 and Danger Girl and Cliffhanger Comics was the shit. Him, Joe Moderera, and Humberto Ramos, like, they just, man, they were awesome. Now, of the three of those, the one I respect the most is Humberto Ramos because he went from Crimson to, uh, which was his own property, dropped it, started drawing for Spider-Man, went off, did a few other things, came back to Spider-Man, and now he's got his own creator-owned title with Marvel, uh, Strange Academy, which is just phenomenal. But you know why I respect him? Because he kept working. 
He kept doing the thing that people loved him for. The other two guys, they stopped. Joe Monterera from Battle Chasers had a great thing going, and he stopped because he liked video games more than drawing. And it, drawing became too hard for him, and it took him six months to write one issue. 32 pages. The fuck you do with your life that you can't draw 32 pages? Granted, one page a day is probably too much. Uh, and comics these days aren't even 32 pages long. In fact, they're 20 pages and 15 pages of advertisements. So in a month, you should be able to draw 20 pages if you're making $1,000 per page. Or, I mean, you know, I think it's $1,000 per cover and uh, probably four to $500 a page. Uh, but even still, J. Scott Campbell, on the other hand, started a revolution of artwork got super popular and then he stopped drawing and all he does is covers now and now he makes fun of people that liked his sequential art because now he could just draw the same i mean we used to make fun of rob leefield because he didn't have feet in any of his pictures and the guy has real problems with foreshortening and it's just absolutely crazy Uh, j scott campbell is now have the opposite problems his character's legs are so damn long that he could draw a two inch figure at the top of an 11 by 17 page and the whole damn rest of the 17 inch page is going to be leg like fuck uh so there's a huge rant on that but anyway the, the point is you start with a talent everybody started copying it and then it's no longer fun for the original person so i get it J. Scott Campbell got uh, uh, disenchanted. He only does covers now. I'm sure he misses doing Danger Girl, but maybe he's a little bitter. I, I don't know what the story is behind that. But sell your properties off so other people can enjoy it. Now we have, uh, in the place of Al Rio, we have a guy named John Royal who does phenomenal work. He did a couple of Danger Girl comics in place of J. Scott Campbell and now he's doing covers for G.I. Joe because we wanted J. Scott Campbell to do G.I. Joe but the smug asshole won't do anything so we hire someone else who can do the style for it so he gets replaced now on the opposite end of the spectrum where I'm concerned uh, people see my talents and the things that I'm creating and the money that I'm making off of that and they just go Well, I want in on that. So I said it on several podcasts. I don't need to go in the history of, you know, where my popularity started and how the Hasbro artwork and everything. But basically, anytime I do something, people copy it. And some people have actually gone on to be, uh, you know, more popular at it than I was, not realizing that I was the original guy doing it. So I was the first person drawing original Hasbro characters, and now everybody's doing it. Now, I am still, I consider myself like Humberto Ramos. I stuck to my guns, and when I I was only drawing Golden Era people, and fortunately most of them have passed on. But my wrestling knowledge and entertainment and fun where I enjoyed it pretty much stopped in 92 and then it picked up again from like 97 to 2000 and then I just I stopped completely until you know recently 
But what happens is I wasn't drawing the new guys. So I had a couple of copycats out there, even some that were tracing my artwork. Um, they figured out how to draw and how I was doing it. And it became more common. So now everybody's an artist because of Procreate. Uh, you know, I had to pay $700 for Photoshop 5 when I was in college. Uh, so I feel like people should have to earn their art, but whatever. Anyway, um, not everybody's doing it. But what they're doing is they're combining talent with being an influencer. And they're spamming the shit out of people. So apparently to get by and to get popular now is you draw the current wrestlers, which makes sense to me. You spam them. You offer to do things for free for them. Design their shirts. You draw them as Hasbro's. Uh, and then you get retweeted. And then you get all kinds of followers. Well, you get to the point where you're so popular that now you try and make money off of it. And you get a cease and desist. Well, bitch, didn't you see that coming? Uh, most celebrities and uh, wrestlers and people like that just want free artwork. In fact... People have found out that Chris Jericho just retweets and loves artwork and uh, he doesn't ask for anything, but if you offer it to him, he'll take it. Mick Foley's another one. Uh, I, I hear uh, Mustafa Ali and Johnny Gargano are really great about that too. If you tweet them and show them artwork, they're super appreciative and whatnot. Um, I've had even some wrestlers ask me to do stuff and my first question is that's great that's awesome so what's the budget for this or were you thinking more of a donation piece because i've run out of donation pieces for the month but i can schedule you for later which is a nice way of saying if you're not paying me fuck off uh, that's how a professional artist works but unfortunately all these people out there just trying to get noticed they're doing things for free and some of them have got pretty high-profile gigs. Uh, and I was mad at first because I feel like I spawned them. Uh, but now I look at it and I'm like, man, I don't really want to be in the limelight. Because I don't want to be censored. I want to draw what the fuck I want. And I want to create what I want. So everyone started drawing Hasbros. And then I moved on to drawing people as Hasbros. And that took off like wildfire. Uh, you know, fully posable and... Uh, we had the Cardback series, and I gained a lot of popularity from that. Everybody was coming to me. I was making money. People were happy to pay, you know, whatever it was. And it, it was just, it was fun, and we all enjoyed it. And then some dipshits from the UK started doing it for free, and they started undercutting it, where they would go into Facebook groups and anytime someone would post one of my pictures, they're like, I'll draw you as a Hasbro. Do you want me to do it? So that took away my business because there were people undercutting what I was doing. I get it. Uh, Vince McMahon pilfered all of the territories and essentially shut them down so he could be a monopoly. Well, the one thing Vince McMahon isn't doing that I am doing is you can pilfer all your ideas from me and I'm just going to come up with another one. In fact, it's gotten so bad that all my ideas are being stolen that I even throw some dumb shit out there just to see what happens. And then people try and copy it and realize how dumb it was and I, I just laugh my ass off. Uh, it's just, it's fucking hysterical. But now... You know, so I'm making 
custom figures. There was even one dipshit who even called his own stuff, well, this is the chop shop. I'm not going to say his name because he doesn't need any more advertising than he's already getting. But uh, I was calling my thing the chop shop because I thought it was funny. I mean, there actually is a wolf's chop shop. It's a car thing. But since I'm not branding my name as that uh, or making money off of that, you know, there hasn't been a cease and desist. It was just sort of a fun thing to call my garage because I was chopping up figures to make other figures. Everyone's like, well, I've got my chop shop. Like, don't you have an original idea in your fucking head? You don't. Nobody has to. So I post things on Facebook groups. I try and spam people like they do. I posted in one Facebook group, and I showed a picture of 20 different figures I had made. And people were like, oh, man, I want one. I was like, oh, sorry, guys. These all sold out. I just was kind of showing off. And immediately, I'll make you one. I have one. I'll do one. And some of my friends even started defending me. They're like, why don't you make your own post? If you could make this, why didn't you post it first? Why didn't you go out and make a post that these were available? Well, in the tweets and the comments I got from that was, well, all's fair. I mean, he obviously said it was sold out, so I can go and post my shit now. Actually, what you're showing is you're just riding my coattails. So that's fine. I'll come up with something new. Um, I started including card backs with my figures. And... Some of the comments I was getting was people wanted them full size and they wanted actual cards. Well, you know what? Honestly, post office sucks right now and you're asking for three times the size of a package uh, that's going to cost way more money and cut into production. So I've factored out how much everything costs versus my time for it to be worthwhile and... uh, it just didn't make sense to me to pay more for a package that was two or three times bigger to include a mint on card. That and mint on card collectors are insanely picky and they want everything absolutely perfect. And I've shipped things even overseas because that's the big contingency lately that I don't ship overseas and everyone's bad mouthing me for that. Personally, don't give a fuck. Uh, but the problem with that is I've watched the post office toss packages like they were the fucking globetrotters so doing it by sending just the figure now has made more sense because i could pack it securely in a box that can't be crushed and rather than charging you 10 bucks which will make you question whether or not you're going to get my figure i'm still only charging you five bucks and everybody's happy you know you got to realize the box cost me a dollar the packaging cost me a dollar and the shipping is going to cost me $4, so I'm actually losing it. But the money I'm making off of figures factors into packaging and boxing. Anyway, that's how that works. But now, you know, I people are starting to figure out that I'm, I'm making good money and good business off of these custom figure runs. So they're trying to do their own. And my inboxes are inundated all day long. Excuse me, mate. What type of paint are you using with your figures? Fucking figure it out for yourself. Guess what? I'm using paint for your country. It's Citadel Warhammer paint. Go buy your own goddamn paint. Well, what kind of magnets are you using? Mate, I just want to know because you don't ship overseas, so I'd like to know what kind of magnets you're using. They're called refrigerator magnets. You know what kind of magnets I use? The ones that stick to a fridge? You know what they do? If you don't get them on the polar opposites, they stick to each other. It's real crazy. Concept, I know. 
you know, I, I figured that uh, this shit out. It's all out there. If you're not lazy, I actually went through YouTube, watched a bunch of videos. I failed a few times and I'm still learning some tricks and I taught myself. So my quarantine and my first initial stimulus money was invested into learning a new trade because nobody wanted me to draw them as a Hasbro anymore. So me being a full-time artist, I had to come up with something new. So now there's people that are actually, and actually one of them is somebody that's one of the first people that, or the second person that was copying all my shit. Uh, now there's people that actually are bad-mouthing me saying that my stuff isn't quality and they're making actual figures made in China that have bubbles and mint on card packages and all that kind of stuff. And they're realizing real fucking quick the problems that major companies have. So, I can get away with a lot of things saying that my pieces are art pieces because I'm handcrafting, hand-painted, you know, say 15 to 20 of each of these figure runs. So when people get them, they know they're not toys, they're not meant to be played with, and they uh, are, are just supposed to look like nice statues that are somewhat posable. Um, maybe I should have named my podcast that. Not fully posable, but somewhat posable. Anyway, uh, they're finding out that people are complaining about the packaging because the cards end up warped by the time they get there. They pull them out and the figures are sort of cheap plastic or the paint apps don't match up with the test shot. And that is the secret That is why my figures make money and why I'm still in business is because my figures look like the test shot. Every one that you get is going to look like the one that I paint. So the way old school stuff back when things were made old school is you would have a hand painted model. It wouldn't be a a, a digital 3D uh, rendering that's photoshopped colors on top of it, you know, the gray models. You would have like a Hasbro that was resin cast and hand painted. And they were made with dowels and magnets so that they could be somewhat articulated and you could see them at Comic Cons. Uh, That's what I'm creating. So essentially I'm selling the two-ups or the test shots or the prototypes. Uh, But people, they want to copy what I'm doing so they think they're doing the right thing and they're not. Uh, but again, they go to the same three or four wrestlers that uh, retweet and, and want things. I mean, God, it's it's just ridiculous. And now even some friends that I've had in the business that I've done work for, they're all realizing that everybody wants Hasbros and everyone wants retros. So when I started producing these things and one of, was one of the first people doing major runs of these things, uh, now... There's other major people that are trying to cash in and do Hasbro's. So it's just, man, it's crazy. Now, granted, there, Hasbro Maniacs has been producing, uh, and Dazga Days Customs, and I think uh, RBS Retro, or uh, what's his name? Robert Coughlin. I forget what his other name used to be. But anyway, I think all those guys have a run that they were doing of the Orange Card Series figures. So essentially, I'm, I try not to step on people's toes. I could have come out with Orange Series 
that has rose a long time ago. But I would think that you would buy those or people have already bought those from them. I don't want to give you a different version of the same damn figure. So I'm trying to come up with other things. And in fact, I'm doing the figures that are on my poster that I originally created that became a damn holiday sweater. Uh, so I'm just following my own damn concept art and making my own figures. But it's a talent. And I'm creating something. And it just seems like People don't have a fresh idea in hell to come up with for anything. They have to watch their influencers. So I guess I'm an influencer for the big companies and the creative types because they all see what I'm doing, see what I'm successful in, and then they copy it. So, I mean, that's actually a Barry Horowitz to me. Uh, and hopefully you get that reference by now. Yeah. So anyway, we'll wrap this up. Uh, I'm just not impressed with what they consider talent these days. Uh, somebody using a replicator voice box that calls himself a musician just makes me sick because they couldn't pick up an instrument to save their life, but they have a looper and a autocorrect voice enhancer and now they've got a million followers and they make a ton of money. It's just, there's no talent in that as a musician. The talent lies in their engineering. So essentially they're engineering or engineers and they've just cut out the musicians. Uh, it just sucks that there are fewer and fewer musicians out there. Um, but there's no excuse for new musicians to not be creating anything. I mean, we've had a down year with no movies, no new content, no TV, uh, no new music being released. I think Rob Zombie released something. I mean, there's been a smattering of things here and there, but I, I just haven't seen a whole lot of creativity. And this year should have been the year where how much could you have created? I was hoping 2021 would be a phenomenal year because it would be the comeback of talent because we've all had a year. So I spent my year learning a new talent and bringing back custom resin cast things. You know, people used to do it with model kits before 3D printing and whatnot. So I tried to bring that back. It's an old school talent. Uh, I don't understand why Metallica doesn't have a new album right now. Why, uh, you know, and they don't need the money, but if they don't realize that they didn't get into this for money to begin with, they did, did it because they were musicians and they wanted to, uh, to, to play. So I, I, you know, you don't have to have talent anymore. Uh, and there's no excuse. With the way animation is right now, we can work from home. There's no excuse for there not to be new animated cartoons out right now. You don't have to sit in the bullpen like you used to. Same thing with comics. Uh, comics, we had maybe three months, maybe two and a half months, where new comics didn't come out. And it kind of sucked, but then they realized pretty quick that people could work from home, scan their shit, send it to the colorist, he'd color it, send it to the printers, they'd print it, and they could still publish it and send it to us if post office could get their shit together uh so comics haven't really been affected too much honestly but movies certainly have damn movies concerts all that kind of stuff that yeah, man that's just that's gone 
And it's real sad because it shouldn't be. But anyway, I would like to see talent come back. Stop copying each other. In fact, you know, I know that people are like, well, you, you actually made your uh, ideas off of Hasbro, which is copying what they did. Well, you're right in a sense, but what I did was what Disney does. Little Mermaid had already been written. Lion King had already been written. What they did is they took an idea and they made it better. So I'm making it better by including things that you never got. The people that are copying me aren't making it better. They're just great value brand me. That's the difference. So if you are a creative type, if you know someone that is, encourage them to do something. We've got the downtime. We've got the means to make things. I think it's high time we start creating again and bring back something old. Uh, maybe analog tape record uh, your band and, and do an old school recording with the actual tape hiss or learn how to press records or, you know, make pogs. Find something that was old school and bring it back. Let's get rid of these fucking influencers. Let's get rid of the big companies. I mean, the whole world is run by Walmart, Tesla, and uh, Amazon. Let's get rid of them. Let's start doing things mail order by catalog. Uh, in fact, I'll, I'll even throw the secret out there. Uh, I'm going to start doing that. Uh, so for the few people that actually do listen to this, uh, sometime this year, you're going to get a letter that will be a mail-in catalog for an exclusive figure that I'm not going to put out there. And it'll be a loyalist reward thing like the, uh, you know, these were originally intended to be. This just caught on like wildfire and I couldn't resist taking the money for it, you know. So anyway, talent, man. What happened to it? 